And currently in the Roanoke-Blacksburg area, they've got light snow and it's 26 degrees there. It's uh, 30 degrees in Lynchburg right now. I'm not seeing a whole lot of snow uh, in Danville. Right now it's 35 degrees uh, and there's a little bit of snow going on that that way. We've got some listeners talking to us saying uh, they're in downtown Roanoke and uh, there's a little light snow falling. There's and, a flake or two outside right now. And then in the, the shaded areas, they're, you're seeing a little bit yeah. of accumulation, but it's going it's to be too warm. Well, it, earlier this that. morning, you could see the snow up in the lights, but yeah, you so didn't pretty. see it getting down on the ground. You just couldn't see it with your headlights. So That's the best kind of snow, though. It's like Where it evaporates it, before yeah. it hits and the ground. And then you don't really see yeah. it. doesn't accumulate. Nobody's going to get hurt that way. Unless, of course, they're just distracted by the, the beautiful snow. That could probably... Well, just be careful. Plan ahead. Don't do anything stupid. Mm -hmm. Don't go to the grocery store and buy 20 packs of toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, there's not going to be any need. No, no. You know, get get the things that you need. Mm -hmm. You know, get some cans of soup. It's a perfect soup day. Or make the soup. That's even better. (laughs) That's even better. Get you some vegetables. And if you're not going out, you've got, you know, you get the weather outside. Gives you a little something to do. Yeah kind of fun to put a cook, put a pot on cook a little bit and watch a little television and cook a little bit and i will say yesterday we were uh we were smoking a brisket we smoke old school we do the whole charcoal thing and right. the big weber you know right tall the egg weber. thing yeah yeah the big the big tall bullet is what right. we do um and a little bit challenging yesterday it was cold and windy and that always makes it a, a little bit more interesting was, when you're trying to do that it was really windy yesterday mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about cooking uh from home to be to be healthier uh to save money because we had a listener call in talking about how expensive it is if you go out to eat now the difference in going out to eat uh, i had, was going through some old um uh, just memories, just a memory album from when I was in high school. Oh wow! And some of the things that I that I'd saved through the years. When I was a a little little girl, we went to the last um, show at the Ryman before they went to. Oh wow! To, to Opry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I had the program. Mother had saved the program, and so I had already always kept that. And on that little program. Where it had, you know, every half hour was sponsored by somebody different. It had the snack bar prices on oh, there. Wow. And uh, a, hot, a hot dog was a quarter. I bet you it's uh, two bucks it, now. It, it was 25 or, or more. Or 225. Than that. Um, 250. But it was like 25 cents. Wow. And that was, I think that, that would have been 1974. In the last century. Probably. Back in the last century. Was, was when that yeah. was. But 25 cents was was what that would cost and so it was nothing to see you know 15 cents for or or, you know five cents for a pack of gum or something like that i mean those days are gone gone, 1974 that sounds like 50 years ago (laughs) it is 50 years it is 50 years ago that's when i moved to lynchburg 50 years ago yeah um so we, we were talking off the air you said do you remember the are you better off than you were four years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. Every election year, you well, know, that would kind of come up. I'll give you an example. Back back in 2019, 
I have mobility issues, and so I, I can't chop like I used to. So I just go on and pick it offline and, and go pick it up. Look, click list is good for a number of reasons, especially in cold and flu season. You're not right. going to be around right. so many people. It saves you a ton of time to go in and do that. It keeps you from impulse buying. I mean, there, That's exactly right. there are a lot of – it keeps you in budget. You know exactly what you're going to spend on your groceries if you do – click list so it is it's very convenient for a number of reasons and, and especially because i just can't push a cart through the grocery store and walk that distance anymore right so uh anyway so my wife was complaining about you know how little we were getting for what we were spending and i, I and i was as well so i went back and i had the have the history and i went back to spring of 2019 and it, you can add the entire list and you mm-hmm. can see how much it costs today versus how much it costs then it for 125 dollars worth of groceries we we were spending and then it's 315 dollars wow wow so the it the, that can tell you you know you hear that inflation is this percent or that percent or the right. other percent and you know for some people that's not the case right especially with housing housing is even worse mm-hmm. uh than than the grocery store list and gas has dropped gas went up though gas has dropped yeah, but it's people, not back where it people was people used to use you know gas as the as the indicator you can't to that's me not that's the not only the indicator. indicator no you know but you know four years ago gas was two dollars a gallon now it's three dollars a gallon but it went to four dollars a gallon before it came back down so i can't remember the last time i was able to get um boneless skinless chicken breast for a dollar 99 a pound well, which is it, what it used to right to it be. used to be that yeah mm-hmm. and that it, that was lots of places that was everywhere yeah, you went right. i mean sam's kroger's right aldi's everybody Every, everybody but we're we're beginning to shop at aldi's we don't have the, we have to walk through the store but the store's not that big mm-hmm. and and you know you can do click list at, at aldi oh can you yeah I, yeah you can I you just, can use instacart i do it all the time just, just hadn't just hadn't done yeah. that so but i mean you know you just have to look you just have to prepare i i, I shop at, at several different places i get a lot of my things from todd at fnl yeah. he, he cannot you cannot beat his prices well on certain things his 10 pound bag of potatoes right. uh, his sweet potatoes a lot lots of things in his produce section certainly in his meat department uh his wild caught shrimp you're not going to find better prices anywhere well we're, for we're some doing, of those things. We, we've changed turkey breast for chicken breast we've exchanged you know we mm-hmm. started doing that you know and, and you roast them we have we have conven- yes but if you buy i went to buy uh, turkey breast from the deli my my husband had oh, to have his, it was 13 dollars a pound for a pound yeah of of turkey breast but, i mean but we buy crazy. we look for bargains we look for like buy one get one free or get one half yeah. off and and stock after, up when after you christmas can. the frozen turkey breast our freezer is full of all right turkey breast right now because you could buy one get one yeah and and, and we we do a lot of that as well yeah. and if i get if i find a, a sale on something uh todd will run his specials where you get ten dollars off a hundred and i'll i'll go in and and uh and invest you know i'll, I'll stock up on their right. in-house sausage they make great in-house sausage uh, things like they that. have great products there they do and i also have friends who have you know venison and in their mm-hmm. freezers and they they they're never going to eat all of it so we, right we get some of it yeah you know but it, it's definitely different i mean we we are are not in as good a shape as we were um we're we're in worse shape than we were 
really since this administration started. Well, four inflation years ago, has and gone. They've been in it, they've been in power three three mm-hmm. years, and I I don't like to call it that, but you know they've been in office three years, right? And things have dramatically changed, and they've gone up and down and sideways, and and some of that, yes is related to the pandemic yes some of it's related to the things going on in the world mm-hmm. war in ukraine the war in right. israel right so i mean you know but it, what does it what kind of money do you need to be making right now if you're going to have a middle class life in 2024 um there is there's new surveys coming out uh realtors are saying we are cycling people out of the middle class every year mm-hmm. people are cycling out Americans now need to make $120,000 a year just to have a middle-class life. $10,000 a month. Yeah. Just to have middle-class. To qualify to purchase a home, uh, most Americans would define the middle-class as someone who can work a 40-hour-a-week career, have the income to purchase the average home uh, in America, and a lot of us, of course, grew up in middle class. Uh, we watched what middle class was in the 80s and 90s. Uh, nowadays, that goalpost has been moved more than anything else. Sometimes I wonder, w- will my kids be able to buy a home and land? Is that something that, and, and I have no doubt that they will, but are they going to have to work harder yeah to get there well absolutely you know that's the thing and 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 our parents worried about the same thing i mean mm-hmm. my dad talked about this all the time in virginia the medium home median home price is four hundred and fifteen thousand dollars yeah in washington uh dc it's uh six hundred thousand dollars in west virginia it's two hundred and eighty four thousand dollars wow so i mean a few know. years ago if you made 60 grand 70 grand that was enough to qualify you for for a home the other problem is when i was buying my first home i mean i worked three jobs when when we were saving to buy our home yeah i mean i i worked at the radio station and then i i worked you know uh events on the weekends and i worked at sam's club oh wow i didn't know i was when they first opened and i did that because you had to have a down payment you had to have closing costs. You had, and see, then we got rid of all that. All of a sudden, everybody deserves to, to own their own home. Yeah. See, the rule of thumb Where in the they 1970s were prepared for it or not was twenty five percent of your income. That mm-hmm. was the rule of thumb. Right. You know, so if you were making uh, uh, fifty thousand a year, it had to be a you know the housing costs had to be about twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which is a thousand dollars a month. And so. we we literally moved into um, a single wide trailer on my father-in-law's property but so so we could you know squirrel away rent right money and and worked extra jobs so we could make those down payments and closing costs and that's how how we got there we had to work hard to get there but then we went through this period of time where they were waiving that you didn't have to have that and they would wrap it all in well and that's when, in. that's when you came around along right after the the high peak of uh of uh, what it costs to buy a home 12 percent 13 percent yeah you know you had you, the loans were going but during for, clinton you started having that predatory lending and all that stuff it, they wanted to make sure on. anybody could buy a home yeah and that was a disaster yes absolutely. And, we're, and we're still feeling the effects 
of that and disaster. Will, and will for a long time. Right. If you haven't watched uh, Too Big to Fail, watch Too Big to Fail. Mm. The other problem is uh, rent. The cost of rent is astronomical. Two thousand twenty five hundred a month. It, it's it's insane what people are asking for rent, even in our own areas. Uh, rent prices are taking thirty to forty percent of people's income. Right. That's but that's too and, high. Twenty five percent is the rule of thumb. Still. And that makes it impossible for people to save to buy a house. And and, th- and that's the reason people are asking for roommates. If you go on any of these social media sites neighborhood mm. uh facebook right. any of those you'll see that folks are looking for you know uh, roommates to help mm-hmm. make ends meet exactly yeah uh people are spending money not only on rent but if they have children daycare is yeah. astronomical if they're the kids aren't in school right um some people they're saying in america spend about 1200 to $1,500 a month on daycare. Some spending as much as $4,000 a month. And back when my daughter was uh, in daycare, it was $25 a week, and I thought that was going to kill me. <laughs> $5 a day. It's, it's very, it's crazy. And, you know, at some point, things are going to have to, to give. Because you just can't, you can't keep it up. And that's the way it always does. I mean, you know, it's like a tea kettle. Mm-hmm. Once it boils, the, the thing starts screaming, and you got to take it off the heat. Right. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Fed does over the next few weeks. Yeah, it sure is. we got to go to break, but, uh, but we'll be back. You want to weigh in on some of these subjects, you can do that if you're not sleeping in because it's Martin Luther King Day. 866-916-3776 is our toll-free number and uh, 434-248-0704. That's our text number. And coming up uh, here in a little bit, we're going to be hearing from Matt Ferguson. He's going to give us a, a weather update snow, live and in person. Let it snow, let it snow. I know. Bring it on. Turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark. The morning jam, six to nine a.m. Well, you always have us, and uh, we're glad to have you along here this morning on the Morning Jam. Mark Lamb on uh, vacation. He's going to be back tomorrow. Jeff Taylor graciously joining us today. Thank uh, you for having me. Jeff and I have known, uh, yes, Trey, and, and Trey running the, the board for I us. I say, I, I mean, I'm here, too. Uh, yeah, you are here. You're not chopped liver, are you? <laughs> but are you a cheesehead? The, those, I uh, was yesterday. You were yesterday. How about them Packers, man? You're not going to speak. Oh, I was talk about. I it. was just saying. I mean, I'm as an Eagles fan. You always root against the Cowboys. So. Well, the Eagles play tonight, right? They do, and you can listen to that game on CBS Sports Radio Lunch Work. All right, and who do they play? Uh, Tampa. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cover starts at four. So everybody, Steelers but one Bills. person picked the uh, Cowboys yesterday, and this young lady for Fox, the, the pre-show, Sam, she picked uh, Green Bay, and she's the only person to pick Green Bay, and she's really rubbing it in today. Big time. Big time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, those of you who know me know that I don't care about sports, but you also know uh, what a passion I have for um 
finding a cure for Alzheimer's. My yes, my absolutely. father yeah. uh, suffered from Alzheimer's. It was uh, uh, it, it Alzheimer's is hell. And all dementia, all dementias. I had to take care of my sister until she passed, and and we had to put her in a in a in a facility, and mm-hmm. it was tough. She had frontotemporal degenerative dementia. So all dementias are pretty pretty bad. There, it's brutal. It's a just a brutal thing, and we're seeing more and more of it than we ever had before. We have Dr. Harb on the line with us this morning uh, to talk to us about some clinical trials that are showing. We're seeing more and more promising treatments for Alzheimer's, aren't we, Dr. Harb? Yeah, we certainly are, Janet. And I'm sorry about your father. I didn't. I didn't know that he had had that uh, this terrible illness. We went through that for uh, yes. for about ten years with him. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's a pretty. It's a pretty terrible thing. It's a. It's um, a brutal thing. And and until you go through it, you don't really, really realize. It's really brutal. And you know, they really haven't had historically. They really haven't had much treatment that's been. Um, you know, efficient at reducing Alzheimer's at all or, you know, or uh, helping, you know, clear away the symptoms and so forth. But in the last, you know, in the last year or so, we've talked about some of these monoclonal antibodies like lecanemab that are uh, now available for the treatment of Alzheimer's, which have been somewhat helpful, but maybe about 15% or so. But at, uh, at West Virginia University, which is the study you were, you're, you know, you were referring to here, mm-hmm. They have a, a new treatment which uses the monoclonal antibodies. Uh, like, you know, these monoclonal antibodies, they all end up, uh, the last syllable is, is numab. It's a, like acanumab and lecanemab. The one we talked about before called lecendi, which is lecanemab, was, was, was used to treat Alzheimer's last, you know, started out last year. But now they have a treatment uh, modality from West Virginia University which allows these drugs to get across across the blood-brain barrier more efficiently, and it utilizes a targeted ultrasound. But the problem is that most of your drugs, 98, 98% of drugs, cannot cross the blood, blood-brain barrier. But um, So, therefore, you have difficulty in getting these Alzheimer's drugs to the point where they're effective against these beta-amyloid plaques, which are responsible for Alzheimer's. Now they have a, you know, they've done a couple of trials. It's very the very beginning of trials at mm-hmm. West Virginia University, where they're allow where they're using targeted ultrasound, and it seems to give a window of opportunity for these drugs like aducanumab, which is the one they used, to get across the blood-brain barrier and eliminate these beta amyloid plaques by attaching the antibodies that destroy them. So wow. that's really, I think, a fantastic development. And it appears that it's about 32% or so effective against these plaques. And the plaques are, of course, the main reason why you get Alzheimer's. That's, so is, that's think, pretty a, significant. I mean, 30, 33%, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, 33% reduction in the amyloid plaques by using the combination of these monoclonal antibodies in combination with targeted ultrasound to get them across that blood-brain barrier to attack those plaques and i think that's i think that's absolutely fantastic this system now what's the what's the outcome i mean what's the visible outcome that a layman would understand in this case i mean do people remember things that like their their loved ones their short-term memory come back absolutely the memory there there's there will be a definite improvement in memory the amyloid plaques are basically what interfere with the nerve impulses across the neurons in the brain and so if you can get rid of these plaques then you have 
basically normal function of the nerve, the neurons and the nerve impulses for, uh, for, you know, for intellectual function. So I, I think this is just a fantastic thing here. Hmm. That sounds great. It, yep. it, it certainly is. Uh, of course, as with anything, there are some risks associated with right. it, but my goodness. Right, right. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I can tell you one thing. If, if I was diagnosed with it, for me, uh, the risk right. would be minimal compared to, to use the potential. Me, absolutely. Use me as the Thanks. person that you right. tested on so that other people may have be, a better life. Yeah, I, I would yeah. definitely fall into that yeah. category. I mean, I, you know, Absolutely. we we tried to get my sister into uh, into research, and there was just no research for frontotemporal right. degenerative right. dementia. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, as I always, think, I think this is a, good. Yeah, I think this is really the key. I mean, I, I think these uh, these monoclonal antibodies are really the key to this getting rid of those plaques, and I think that the ultrasound allowing them to get into the brain. It's just a fantastic modality to allow that to be, be a more efficient uh, treatment for uh, for Alzheimer's. So it sounds like a great start. Yeah, yeah. Going into larger great, great. scale, longer trials, I'm sure. Right, exactly. Exactly right. Well, Absolutely. Dr. Harp, thanks so much for joining us. We we always, these yeah. are the stories that we love to hear when you hear hopeful right. things. We learned something today. Absolutely. Thank you That's again for, for joining thanks. us. Thank you very much. Coming up, we have got uh, CBS News at the bottom of the hour. We'll also have uh, WDBJ7 coming in with your local and regional news. Uh, We're also going to talk weather uh, with uh, Matt Ferguson is going to be joining us here. And we'll see what that looks like. Getting some snow in the Roanoke-Lynchburg-Southside area. Is it snowing where you are? Send us a picture if you've got anything good. If it's boring, don't bother. But if it's good, hey, we'd love to hear from you. And currently in the Roanoke area, uh, we have at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport 28 degrees right now. In Lynchburg, it's 30 degrees. In Danville, uh, we have 35 degrees. Probably seeing the most snow right now on the south side. What say you, Matt Ferguson? Hey, good morning, everybody. Yep, we do have snow on the south side. Even some snow here in Forest had enough to dust the back deck this morning. Uh, But, yes, we do have a storm system that does promise snow to the region for today. Now, initially, we thought we were going to get that more like tomorrow, but that's moved up, huh? It sure has. It has been been moving much faster. So here's what's going on. We've got a – this is not the typical uh, snowstorm that you see in Virginia that brings us, you know, 6 to 12 inches of snow. It's much weaker But what's happening is we have an Arctic cold front that has slipped right to our south. And what we'll see throughout the day today, little areas of low pressure riding along this frontal boundary that's kind of turned stationary. And what that means for us is periods of snow uh, through today and into the evening. And it looks like the strongest disturbances will move through this afternoon and into the early evening hours tonight, and that's when we should see most of the accumulating snow. So here's what we're thinking as far as totals. In the mountains, as always, they usually pick up more, and in this case they will, about three to six inches of snow. And then east of the Blue Ridge, so this is including Bedford, Lynchburg, Amherst, and then into Appomattox, Alta Vista, Gretna, Danville, 
and even into South Boston, anywhere between about one and three inches of snow out of the storm systems moving through. So again, this morning we had one system move through that brought some snow flurries enough to dust the ground, at least here in the forest area, at least on my back deck. And then we have uh, two more, uh, one this afternoon and then one this evening that comes through, and those will bring some heavier amounts of snow, and that should lead to more of an accumulation. And usually they get a lot more snow in the mountains of, of uh, Amherst County uh, in the higher elevations, don't they, Matthew? Absolutely. Uh, Mount Pleasant area, that's usually the place where I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if up in that area, so going out west on 60, yeah. those le- locations up toward the Blue Ridge, probably up to about Mass- Massey's Mill snow up there. Yeah, that area up there towards the Blue Ridge Parkway ought to get a lot, get a lot more. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see. Uh, this is one low, right? This is not the two-low double whammy situation that really brings us a lot of snow. No, this this right here, again, is it, we, we've got a, an Arctic cold front that has slipped just to our south, and then we have these small disturbances riding along the front. Right. So they're not really tapping any moisture from the Atlantic or for that matter, not even much from the Gulf of Mexico. So that's why we're not looking at a lot of snow with this uh, storm system, but definitely enough that most of you out there should have at least a covering of about one to three inches by this evening. So uh, with temperatures tonight falling back into the 20s, we do have to be concerned about uh, slush and ice on the roads uh, through the overnight and into uh, tomorrow morning as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if there are some either school closings or delays for Tuesday. Well, I noticed they brined the roads yesterday, so mm-hmm. that ought to help a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so Absolutely. much for calling us. And, Man, and good to hear from in. you. Yeah, we love it. As always, Janet, Jeff, y'all have a wonderful snow day. You have a great week. Yes. All right. And uh, if you want to... Uh, to if you're looking for a home be sure to check out uh matt and his crew at lynchburg's finest realty absolutely they do such a great job uh with you there that see that to me that's the perfect amount of snow just enough to make it just, pretty. just enough yeah just give me a little something and i'm and i'm good to go but but you know snow always turns ugly well it's beautiful to begin with but it always turns it always ugly. gets slushy and, and ugly and then of course sometimes it turns ugly because people get mad if they promise it and it doesn't come so you That's know it true, just yeah. depends uh good morning alan how are you hey not too bad i'm going up going up the mountain as we speak Ooh, i bet you're no seeing some snow no no, no i'm just a little dusting up here but nothing Nothing at all major going on. Well, Uh, not major, but we would always get, we could always get some flurries on Afton Mountain, even if somebody else wasn't getting it. Are you on 250 or 64? Uh, 64, I should be. I'm going to Rapey, so I'll probably see some up there where you used to live, Janet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in my neck of the woods. Yeah, I was glad to hear that that stuff from Dr. Harb, uh, the... My grandfather had uh, dementia, too, and uh, so I know that well. But uh, I just, uh, I was calling in about the Iowa I I think a lot of people were bashing me last year because I said, Ron DeSantis is not going to make it. He just don't have any charisma. I like Ron DeSantis. But 
I just feel like he. I think he's going to be out after today. I, I honestly see it. I think Trump's going to win for about fifty percent of the vote, and I think Bibbick is going to come in second. That's my prediction. You know, Alan. Um, Alan, people were bashing you because you like Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, that's why well, they're bashing well, you. Well, I do like Kennedy. <laughs> well, Rand Paul just came out this weekend and said to support Trump, and if they do something to Trump, they go to Robert Kennedy. That's what Rand Paul said this weekend. Well, Rand Paul's he's always right. been uh, kind of a out there, out there well, kind a of fellow. Yeah, but yeah, but there is a Ron Paul Republican, which is what I am, libertarian, uh, Rand Paulish, Ron Paulish. That's, well, wait, that's wait, fine, you, Alan. You're you li- welcome to any of those opinions. Are, that doesn't mean people are going to agree with you. Are you libertarian or Republican? Yeah. I, I, I'm I okay with gay marriage. I'm okay with leave, weed being legalized. I'm not a typical Republican. I've been voting Republican since 1988. I've voted Republican every single time. But well, uh, you know. I feel, I feel more I feel more close to, to Robert Kennedy Jr.'s libertarian view. Robert Kennedy is a Democrat. He is not a Libertarian. Died in the blue Democrat. He is a died in the blue. Trump Trump was a Democrat for 70 years, 68 years. So what are you saying? Reagan was a Democrat. Well... Well, the, uh, the, there's a there's a difference in in being a, a, a calling yourself a Democrat, a middle of the road Democrat, which is what they are, and being a Kennedy. Liber- that is not the same thing. Libertarians understand that Republicans and that uh, you know Democrats have been in the same boat and been right. scratching each other's back for a long time. And 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 as far as Reagan is concerned, Reagan you know ditched immediately when when government started getting so big yeah that's what he's like absolutely not well we've seen the republican party change i mean the republican party of lincoln is not the republican party of today Mm -mm. no no not at all and the democratic party of the blue dog democrats of the southern uh you know segregationists are not the same democrats as today no no i mean things things have changed a lot uh, I mean, if you had ever heard somebody who called themselves a Republican say that they're that they're good with you know same sex marriage, people getting married, you know, in a church, you'd never hear that. Yeah, you, and you and you do hear that uh, now. And and we have a lot of friends who who mm-hmm. are you know in same sex relationships. Right? Yep. And and you know that's that's fine. And and my thing is the government shouldn't be involved with that at all period period full stop yeah i fall down on the, on the side of love i mean i come down and, yeah. and, and, it's and, none of my business what yeah. you do in your bedroom is none of my that's business a, that's very libertarian it, and and, it, and the thing about it is you a lot of people you find who hunt like i used to do are very con, are very you know conscious of the environment mm-hmm. and care a lot for what goes on in the environment and and you know we're this whole black and white stuff that we try to do well i've been with called, all these parties i've been called a tree hugger for a long time right but i've i'm a very big second amendment guy i believe that you ought to have the right to own and bear arms and i will say some of the most tried and true conservatives that that i know i mean that are just small government people conservatives are are gay they're gay i mean i have some of the the best conversation so there's a 
people are more complicated than but this. But what's conservative and what's liberal? I mean, you know, a lot of ideas are very progressive and a lot of ideas are very, mm-hmm. you know, conservative. And just because you have fall down on that side or this side or right. the other side doesn't make you a bad person. I do think that that it's going to be interesting to see how the, the caucus comes down. You know, I, it's going to be interesting. The polls are usually pretty good. So and, and, it's, it's going to be interesting to see who comes in second. Right. That's what's going to be interesting. And uh, and uh, look, I'll be the first one to say I thought DeSantis was going to do better than he has well, done. Well, and it's going to be interesting. And he to should s- have done better than he has done. Well, at Ms. McNutt's house yeah. in southeast uh, Iowa, she's the last person to have the caucus in her home. She's having 50 people, probably. She had 50 people in 2016. So it's going to be interesting to see that she's the last one. Everybody else they used to always time. they used to always do it that way. A neighborhood thing. It was a neighborhood coffee and cookies or coffee and dessert type thing. And it was very uh, civil. And it was very civil and very different. It was not like a, a, a primary. Mm-hmm. It, it was a primary, but it was it was caucuses where you came in and you voted. And this this is the outcome. So it's going to be very interesting. It's going to take a couple of days to get the 16, 17,000 precincts counted. So Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like you say, who's going to come in second. People have very differing views on it, for well, sure. Well, you know, and this is a process. So it is. New Hampshire and South Carolina. And, and look, there's a lot of uncertainty right now in this country, and I think it's going to be reflected in this election. I think it's going to show up. I think it absolutely will. It has in past elections. Yeah, yeah. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine Let's on the see. Morning Jam. Mm-hmm. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Now, we were talking about how it's important to, to move to some plant-based eating uh, i participate in meatless mondays quite a bit because lots of times our weekends are pretty heavy barbecuing and that kind of thing and we like to have a rest when it comes to early in the week this is a recipe that is very popular and one that we do quite a bit i love it in particular it is a vegetarian recipe it's a coconut chickpea curry oh wow and it's so good uh, it comes together quickly, less than 30 minutes. You can have dinner on the uh, table, and it's affordable as well. You're going to start by cooking, uh, taking some avocado oil or olive oil, and you're going to take half of a median onion, and you're going to dice it finely, and you're going to cook that uh, along with some garlic, three cloves of garlic minced, Ooh. and a half an inch of minced ginger. You're going to cook that over medium heat until it's really nice and fragrant. Then you're going to add in your jalapeno that you've seeded and finely diced, a half a teaspoon of cumin, a half a teaspoon of turmeric, a half a teaspoon of ground paprika. And that's going to give you that beautiful color that you're going to want to have. Helps inflation, too. It does. The turmeric is really... And I that's why I tried this recipe, Jeff. Inflammation. Was to try to get a yeah. recipe that I like turmeric in. Yeah. And this is one of them. Uh, so you cook that down. Then you're going to stir in your chickpeas it's going to take two cans uh rinse them drain them and you're going to add your chickpeas a can of diced tomatoes and coconut milk you're going to bring it to a gentle simmer cook it uncovered until everything just comes together beautifully no more than 15 to 20 minutes at the very end 
I put in a squeeze of lime juice and some cilantro, and I serve mm. mine over jasmine rice. Oh, wow. It's, Sounds delicious. It is delicious, and it's good for you, and it's things that you could readily have in your pantry. Dinner's on the table in a flash, and you'll be surprised at how much you love this recipe. Find it by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe in every recipe that we share. It's brought to you by FNL Market Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. If I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. So, uh, Mark Lamb traveling back home today. In the snow? Well, they went to the, uh, around Atlanta, I think is where they were. Oh, he's driving into the snow. Yeah, well, so he's going to be. It's cold. It's cold everywhere. Coming back from. from his trip so we wish him a uh, safe, safe journey yeah. mm-hmm. but we appreciate you sitting in thank you thank with you. us for I sure appreciate you having me mm-hmm. we're glad to have you here uh haley supporters are predicting the outcome of the iowa caucuses uh some think that haley's going to do very well well what, what are your thoughts on that my, you know I, just I, just I, jeff I, taylor's thoughts no, no nothing no analyzing what how do you think it's going to come out? i think nikki haley's got the backing to come out second mm-hmm. i think when people see ron DeSantis talk or hear him talk or look at him in person they they really go how how on earth is he efficient uh, effective as a person because he's, his communication skills are a lot are not as good as nikki haley's mm-hmm. uh nikki haley and tim scott you know a lot of people thought wow that would be a ticket and you know you never know uh, but, uh, I, you know, she, it, she appears to have more, uh, common sense about things than, than, uh, DeSantis does. Uh, a lot of people want DeSantis to go ahead and be governor of Florida and finish the, that the out. The people, I will tell you, I have friends in, in Florida, the people in Florida, definitely, they didn't want him to run. Yeah. No, they um, want him there in Florida. They want him there in Florida. Florida. Uh, so, and I think if he could have conveyed uh, he he just did not resonate like I thought he should have. Well, and Nikki Haley expresses a lot of opinions about uh, th- the past and the present Republican Party situation mm-hmm. uh, with Trump and how you know how she enjoyed working for Trump and how effective he was as a president. And he was the president. For she's his very time. respectful and, and of him. yeah even though he's not of her not Trump, Trump at all just can't say anything nice about it about anybody. anybody well because because now she's a threat yeah absolutely to him. yeah but you know it's going to be interesting because i, I think whoever comes out second is going to be the person the one that to trump, watch trump yeah. looks at as number two mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting and, and, you know he may pick an unknown like he did with pence who knows maybe but uh yeah you know she's she's very articulate she 
you know everybody makes mistakes and of course the media pounces on the mistake and she made the of comment course. about the civil war and slavery and mm-hmm. that sort of thing and and of course the civil war was about slavery people say it was about economics well, well that was slavery, part of it slavery was economics back right then. it so, was so i mean you know let's let's just call it what it is um a lot yeah. of her supporters are saying uh, they're not denying that they think Trump is probably going to come out on top. That's true. They're, yeah, absolutely. But we'll, but they think it's going to be a lot closer than people are giving well, credit. You know, there, there's a lot in play here. I mean, I think, and I also think that more people are interested in the outcome of the football games this weekend than they are about the Iowa caucus, so. which is sad. <laughs> but that's true. I mean, let's look at reality. Perception and re- is reality, whether it's true or not. So, have you seen the video of the Packers coach taunting the Cowboys? No, I have not. Have no. No. <laughs> so, no, I know Jerry Jones is not a happy man today. Right. Um, the Green Bay Packers special teams coach. Ah, not the coach, the special teams yes, coach. Was apparently caught on tape taunting the Cowboys after the smackdown was he taunting the cowboy players or the cowboy fans well uh he's seen heading back to the packers locker room and uh apparently was channeling his inner jimmy johnson (laughs) when he uh was yelling how about them cowboys a reporter caught him making the remarks in the tunnel uh was very excited post game as he should have been yeah absolutely i mean you know you beat the you beat the Cowboys, and only one pundit, only one football expert said the the Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads were going to beat the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and the Cheeseheads did. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem. You know, when when you say the Cheeseheads beat the Cowboys, I mean, you know, right? Well, uh, apparently he was having some some fun with it. Hey, listen, Bill Belichick's available. He may be the next coach of the Cowboys. Wow. Huh. You know, uh-huh. there are a lot of coaches available. Yeah. A lot of coaches available. Good coaches. A lot of coaches that on the college level that have coached on the pros and, and are available. So we'll see. Well, uh, coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking about, you know, we're, we're seeing more and more uh, theft in, in cities around the country. Um, and especially in the, the dim run cities where the police are just taxed within an inch of their lives. Well, uh, and they're they're letting some folks get off with a lot of theft by itself. They just mm-hmm. don't prosecute. And what we're seeing more than ever, and we're seeing this around the country, is what's the saying? People are mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. We're, we're, we need to call that lady in Palm Beach who wrote the article about Lynchburg and Roanoke and see, <laughs> see what she says about that. See what her opinion is yeah. on it because she thinks – uh, Daniel's Hill is near the airport. I don't know that we can take anything maybe from her. That, maybe that's uh, maybe that's something she could write about uh, about all the theft going on around the country. Maybe so. Uh, some police commissioners are now getting upset that there are more citizens stepping up and saying no more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're afraid that somebody's going to get killed chasing but, down the porch pirate. Well, then. You know, then we got to start getting tougher on these crimes. Well, a lot of porch pirates are going to start getting beaten up if they're not careful. Well, we're going to talk about that in the next hour um, about the growing frustration with some of these 
uh, police commissioners. They're saying they're seeing upticks in petty thefts and they're seeing an uptick in uh, vigilantes. Well, some people would call them good Samaritans. That's not what he's calling them. We'll talk about it next hour. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville. 